wanted to open up this one with uh, a track from J. Cole's new record, but not sure how that really works. Will I get my podcast taken down if I put licensed music in? Somebody get back to me on that. Hey y'all, welcome to episode four, the real episode four of LM2 Talks. As always, I'm your host, Larry. So we're going to switch it up today. We're going to take a little break from talking about um, media that you access on screens, uh, video games and movies. And I'm going to talk a little bit, or maybe I should say I'm going to rant a little bit about music. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of my favorite artists, J. Cole, put out his latest album, K.O.D. It's a great album. It may not quite be my favorite of his albums, but... It's definitely a really solid album. But what I wanted to talk about today is a little bit less about his actual music, but the conversation around his music. And given the political nature around conversations around entertainers these days, this was just something that was kind of grating on me just a little bit as I kind of watched the conversation around this new album take off. For those of you familiar with J. Cole and his music, lately he's kind of become what a lot of people look at as being a, a conscious rapper and much of his music has social messages or, or messages that kind of speak to societal concerns and that's kind of led to this really interesting conversation where not so much that I that I like it or think it's a great conversation to have but it's shown me a really interesting way that people sort of start to engage in music and musical debate and musical conversation and so because of kind of his stance and, and what he does and his lyricism people have a tendency to put him up against all of these other kind of current rap rappers, um, you know, the latest batch of the Lils. And it's kind of created a little bit of a toxic environment in kind of the hip hop scene. And so this isn't necessarily all the fault of the fans. He kind of stoked some of these fires by having a tendency to call out other people in his rhymes or allude to other people in his rhymes. You know, a lot of times you can take one of his tracks and apply it to kind of the flavor of the month rapper who might be out now. And what started to happen is there's this real kind of conversation where people are starting to say, well, if you're not listening to him or you're not rocking him, well, you're not smart enough or you're listening to kind of low class hip hop. And, you know, I really have a problem with that because a lot of people don't listen to music because they want a social message. It's not this woke Olympics for them. Music is something that entertains them, that they have fun with. And realistically for me, like I can have a lot of fun with his lyricism. I I really enjoy engaging with those messages and what he has to say, but that's not for everybody. And so what we started to see when that last album came out were a lot of tweets around kind of the idea that you need to be smart in order to listen to his stuff, you know, to be able to dissect his lyrics and to be able to really get to the heart of what he's saying. And if you're listening to these other rappers, if you're listening to, you know, your your little Uzi Vert or a little Pump or whatever, you're not smart enough. But frankly, you know, like the title of this episode says, you don't need a PhD to listen to J. Cole. You don't need a PhD to listen to any type of music that's out there right now. There's going to be stuff that you vibe with. There's going to be stuff that you don't vibe with. And just because you don't like something, it doesn't make you any less intelligent. And just because you like something, it doesn't make you any more intelligent. Having a college degree and listening to something doesn't make you special, doesn't make you cool. It just means that you like that particular artist or you like their particular style or you like their particular music. For me, this this was kind of most evident when I was strolling through my Facebook feed and I saw a status from my cousin who 
who's really just, he drives for his job. He does a lot of driving and he doesn't want to necessarily listen to what Cole says while he's driving because he needs to keep himself upbeat. He needs to keep himself going. So he needs those tracks that have a lot of energy that fire him up. And that's not to say that J. Cole doesn't have energy. And it's not to say that you have to be thinking at all times when you're listening to his music. But for him, he doesn't get that type of energy from the music. And, and really, that's what this is all about. The energy that you're taking away from what's being produced, what's being spit through the microphone, what the beats are. If you're not getting that, you don't have to listen to something and you don't have to be made to feel inferior for not vibing with that thing. And maybe this has always existed, but I feel like I've started to realize it a lot more, especially with artists like J. Cole, a little bit with Kendrick, a little bit with Chance, anybody who is kind of achieving this mainstream popularity and, and might you know come across as the quote unquote woke rappers of the day. Look, just because Public Enemy and Chuck D were like the CNN of the streets, that's not necessarily what everybody's going for. Not everybody rocked with all those guys either. Not everybody wants this specific reality in the music that they're listening to. Everybody is going for something different. And I know like I'm, I'm going to belabor that point a lot, but I think it's really important. And I think it's really important that we stop kind of putting each other down for liking specific things. Look, I, I might joke around with some of my friends like I'm not really a big, you know, just jump genres for a second here. I make fun of, you know, one of my coworkers a lot because she loves Taylor Swift. I'm never going to vibe with that music. That's just me. But I don't want to take away from her enjoyment of it. I'm not going to tell her that she's inferior because she likes that music. That's not right. And we shouldn't be doing that to other people. You know, so realistically, if you want to listen to Lil Pump, if you want to listen to Lil Uzi Vert, Whoever you want to listen to, enjoy their music for what it is and let other people enjoy what they enjoy. And just to be frank, like, you know, again, I, I like J. Cole a lot. I like his music a lot, but he's not saying anything that's unattainable by anybody of any kind of, you know, grade level, reading level, etc. If you're not, and again, it gets back to what are you enjoying about the music? I think what I'm really getting at here is I kind of want to do away with this idea of a musical cast system. I used to joke around about who would be kind of in the pantheon or or if if hip hop music was a kingdom, who would be at top? Who would be on top? Who would be the king? And I mean, realistically, that's always been a part of the genre. There's always been that competition that comes from the cipher era, where you're battling, you're trying to be the best person who's rapping, who's storytelling there. And guys like J Cole or Kendrick, they may be the best, but again, that's a specific style that you're looking for. Not everybody is going for that. Not everybody wants to be that. Other people have specific truths that they see in themselves or that they see in their community or that they want to highlight or what that they want to speak to. And I know this is this is a bit of a rant and I know this may not be for everybody who listens to this podcast, but I think what's really important about media, what's really important about all media is how do we interact with it and how do we access it? And trying to avoid putting our personal tastes or using our personal tastes as this focal point for what everybody else should be feeling. And look, I, I've been guilty of it. I've done the same thing in the past. I've told people that, you know, oh, they should really listen to this person or they shouldn't be listening to that. And, you know, I don't want to be that person anymore. And I don't think anybody who is engaging with entertainment, who's engaging with media should really take that stance. Yeah, some things, you know, may not be critically good, but if it makes someone feel good, if it makes someone feel anything, you know, that's not to give everything that's bad a pass. It's just to say we all seek things in the entertainment, in the media that we 
kind of aspire to or that we want to be a part of our lives or a part of our collection. And we need to allow people that space to kind of find those things for themselves and to enjoy things at their own pace, enjoy things at their own speed, enjoy things that really speak to them on some kind of more base level. There's there's nothing really more annoying, you know, when it comes to music, especially, but it, it happens in other forms of entertainment where we speak in hyperbole often and and we really kind of emphasize that this is the best thing ever and that if you aren't up on this you're behind no no like let's let's do away with that i'm trying to be better with this i think everybody who's listening to entertainment who's speaking to entertainment who is researching this stuff who is sharing it widely really needs to kind of take a back seat and really think about what they're saying before they say it i think one of the challenges that we really see with all of this is it's our current hot take culture everybody needs to be the first person to say something and it doesn't necessarily need need to be constructive and it doesn't necessarily need to be critical in terms of the art it's often we have to be critical in terms of the people that are doing it firsthand i have knowledge of how hard it is to break out of some of these habits and in terms of the way that we talk about media and, and interact with it and prescribe it to other people it's difficult but i think it's work that we all need to do just because we feel some sort of way doesn't mean that everybody's going to feel that same type of way and in a way we just need to kind of have cooler heads about some of this stuff so i'm pretty much going to leave it there i mean you know i'd really love to hear what what you all think or if you've kind of seen this and and maybe the different musical genres that you're listening to what are some of those artists that you've seen this with and you know how does it make you feel and how how do you want to respond to some people that that might tell you that you know you got low class taste why do we look down on things that might bring people a certain type of joy i'm going to try to be better about it one piece of media that people might hear me complain a lot about is the big bang theory and it's you know it's one of those things that it, it rubs me the wrong way but my mom loves it there's a ton of people that love that show it will never be for me but maybe i need to do a better job of not trading it and not treating people that like it like they're somehow lower you know like they're somehow not as good because they're not up on on real comedy or they're not up on real nerd stuff or whatever it might be how do we kind of break away from that system how do we stop ourselves from being elitist when it comes to entertainment and that's really what i really what i want to get to with this you know that's why yeah i might talk about you know dumb summer blockbusters i might talk about current oscar contenders I'm going to talk about it all because I think all media has a place in the conversation and in the greater exploration of, of how we look at entertainment. It's not all going to be for everybody, but I think that common ground, that middle space where we can start to engage in all of these different things and really start to think critically about why, why I like this, why I don't like this, why someone else might like it, why someone else might not like it, and really have those conversations in a meaningful way that isn't dismissive and doesn't just downplay what other people might be feeling or how they might be feeling. So I'm going to leave it there. It's been great chatting with you all again. Uh, like I said, this has been another episode of LM2 Talks. Feel free to drop me some feedback at LarryTron on pretty much every social network. Feel free to also hit me up via email, Larry at LM2Photo.com. If you ever want to kind of send me recommendations for stuff that you want me to check out or you have feedback on kind of the current episodes that are going on, I love to hear from you all. I love to hear what you have to say. And definitely like with this episode specifically, like I really want want to start a conversation around all of this you know let's let's talk about this let's talk about entertainment elitism and how can we stop this how can we move beyond this right now i'm not entirely sure what the next episode is going to be about i have a couple of places that i might want to go probably not going to talk about kanye if you want to hear me talk about kanye that's 
probably not going to happen. I don't have enough energy right now. In an upcoming episode, I might talk about Donald Glover's FX show, Atlanta. has a lot of really interesting things to say and explore about black male identity in the United States and kind of this culture of being hard and what that means. And it really kind of dives into black male kind of fragility that I think is really interesting and, and kind of want to explore more. So anyway, hope to talk to you all again soon. Peace.